launched an amazing online course, but you're completely lost on how to scale? Welcome to the Online Course Elevator Podcast, where we explore the strategies for taking online courses to seven figures and higher. I'm your host, Joshua Lyon. All right, welcome to this episode. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm excited to have you here. Okay, Today, we're going to be talking about scaling your online course, and I know this probably, for a lot of you, this might bring up a lot of oh, those feelings, like, I am so lost, Josh, I don't even know what to do. I'm just treading water, it's going fine, we've had some growth, and then some months we don't have growth, and, and it's whatever, and and I totally get that. Um, I have definitely been there, and Here's the thing that I want to convince you of is scaling actually reduces stress. And I know you're probably thinking I'm crazy, but I'm not. Scaling actually reduces your stress and can help to elevate you, the course creator, to a higher point where you are less stressed out and you have more support. And we're going to talk about this. So, so there are probably some limiting beliefs that you have about this, and we're going to go through those. So, so the first one that I can imagine you thinking is, I already work so hard, and I make what I make. And there's no way that I could possibly scale up and work less. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, makes sense. You know, you've already got a process. You're working that process. And... You're probably thinking, if I were to double this process, I couldn't handle it, okay? I I totally understand that. The second one you might be thinking is, I'd have to spend, you know, $100,000, $200,000, maybe even a million dollars to make a million dollars or to scale up my course or whatever it is. You have to spend money to make money, okay? Totally understand that. That is founded. Or you have a deeper limiting belief, which is there's something wrong with you and that people don't want to learn from you. And that one, I want you to know, is completely false. It's not true. You have experience. You have a wealth of knowledge. And hopefully, if you started this course business, you care about the people who are coming to you to learn. So we're going to get into more of all that. I'm going to walk through three strategies that I have seen help course creators scale. And there's some marketing, there's some operation. In all honesty, when you're a course creator, it it all starts to blend together, and that's part of the problem. So we're actually going to go through this, and then we're going to talk about how we split it up and how we how we actually divide and conquer this a little bit. So get ready. Get comfy. Let's jump into it. The first thing we're going to talk about is we're going to kind of work backwards. We're going to address that third limiting belief of there's something wrong with me. There's something... 
about me that people don't want to learn from. There is nothing wrong with you. But, but, my question to you is, do you have a brand and do you have a vision for your students? Because this is what people respond to. This is what makes us as course creators impactful and powerful, and it makes us attractive. So people respond to you having a personality. And, and I'm not saying that you have to have this amazing out there personality. I am not a super vivacious person, um, although sometimes I get really hyper and I can be weird. But I struggle with this personally because I don't, I don't necessarily feel like I have this super unique personality or anything. But my brand is what you might call the, um, the average Joe, or I don't really like that. The every man is the phrase that I prefer <laughs> because really what I'm here to do is I'm here to be your friend. I'm here to be supportive. I'm here to, um, to counsel you and to talk through things. I'm not necessarily going, sometimes I'm a little bit, I mean, I think today I'm sounding a little motivational. I'm not necessarily like the big hero, you know, um, and I'm, I'm not always the joker. I'm not always that funny, but, but I'm sure I am sometimes. Some people probably find me funny. So I might have a little bit in that, in, of that in there, but my overall goal is just to be here for you. It's to be approachable. It's to be helpful. It's, it's to assist you. Um, so so that's really like, that's my brand. Some other brands, like people can teach geometry with comedy. You know, some people can, are are just so wise and knowledgeable and know their facts so well that you're like, well, this person, I, I can't even imagine contradicting them. They know exactly what they're talking about. So for instance, in my, in my past company, uh, we talked, we were more motivational. We were definitely more um, powerful. We were more hero brand, a little bit of outlaw in there. Um, and, and we talked about things like the new art renaissance. And, and this was our vision. Okay, so now we're, we're transitioning over from brand to vision. <clears throat> we talked about how the world has changed for artists and, and how they're able to sell their art all over the world via the internet by just having a, a website and doing social media. And, and we, we talked about how the curse of the starving artist is broken. It's done. Artists can actually be wealthy and recognized in their own time. Whereas so many of the artists in the past had to die before their paintings were actually worth something. And so that was like our vision. We wanted people to step in and, and find their own personal voice and be a part of this art renaissance. And, and so we talked about that all the time. And so in order for you to create this vision that goes along with your brand, you really have to think about why are you doing this? What is it that, that drives you? What would make you happy to see happen? Is it, is it that that more people would be able to get a better job and you know maybe as a as a project manager or as a, a you know web developer or 
or software engineer or something. You know, maybe you're trying to empower people to get a better job or or maybe it's just that people would find joy uh, in playing the guitar. You know, maybe it's just that you want them to find joy and be able to to show off in front of others or entertain others with their ability to play the guitar. It doesn't matter, but you need some kind of vision for the people that you're serving. And, and that's going to pull them in. It's going to pull them into that vision, and they're going to be excited to learn from you. Okay, so that's brand and vision. I think that's a big thing. So, so it's really not that you, there's anything wrong with you, but you might need to develop a better version of you that your students need. And it doesn't mean change you. I'm not saying go be somebody else. I'm just saying really try and build up that. Pull out the parts of you, your personality, that you know are your brand, um, that, that you thrive in. And then, and then try to build that vision that attracts people. Okay, let's jump into false belief number two and, and how we're going we're gonna to attack that. And that is that you have to basically spend millions to make millions. And that is not true. So, and I know that's not true because the year that we made $2.6 million with our online course, we spent about $60,000. If just to do that math really quick, that's like a vending machine that you put a dollar in and you get $43 back. So we spent around $60,000 and that was in advertising. Um, and, and we got 2.6 million. Okay. So that's, you don't have to spend, you're not going to just spend money and get that money back. The idea is, is not to do that. If you're doing that, uh, now I would say breaking even is okay for a little while, but it's a starting point. So it really wasn't about the advertising spend. It was about the funnel. And, and this is a very big kind of complex funnel that we had. There were many, many entrances to this funnel, but the core of it were super enticing offers that hit the needs of our audience. That's, that's what we really focused on. And so whether that was a, a live workshop, which we did a lot of, whether it was a downloadable PDF, which we had eBooks that were free, whether it was watching one of our past webinars, which you could do, or it was actually taking one of our free courses. We had an amazing free course that, I mean, it was, it was so simple, you guys. It was so simple. And thousands and thousands of people signed up for that free course just to, you know, to watch it. It was sometime I'll go into it. But so so that got them in. We delivered what they needed in that moment. We had multiple ways of doing that. So you, we had to bring some kind of value in this offer. We it's not just it's not just like, "Oh, let me tell you why I'm the best." At the same time, you don't teach too much. You actually help them transform into what they want. And you don't teach everything. You show something. You show the transformation. This will help you to show them that you are the guide, that, that you're the one that's going to get them to the mountaintop. And that's where everybody wants to be. They want to be at the mountaintop. So you have to 
you have to show this transformation and then you have to show them the mountaintop and how you're, you could get them there. And do you think that if somebody, if you can help somebody make one small transformation, that they might believe that you can help them make a little bit bigger transformation or even a much larger transformation? It makes sense, right? So, so you have to, you kind of have to start with this small transformation and, and then show them the mountaintop and how they might would get there and that you're the person that could get there and why, and then they're going to trust you even more to make the bigger transformation. So we did a lot of that. So it's not just about spending money. It's about providing tools and actual transformations for your audience at a micro free level that gets them into your funnel. And after they're in that funnel, you show them how they can go to the next step of the funnel and what that's going to be like. So I hope that makes, I, I, that should make sense, right? Okay. Um, I really hope that does because I, I, sometimes I get so lost in, in talking about this stuff. It's like, Oh, did I make sense saying that? So multiple, multiple, what you might call lead generators or lead magnets, multiple ways into the building for, for different people who want different things. And then inside each of those is delivering value, but ultimately it also shows them the transformation that they could go through and how they could become what they really truly want to become and why we are the people to get them there. Okay. And then what is the next step in the funnel? That's key because don't just leave them there. All right. You want to give them the next step and then, and then show them how to get to that next step. All right. Great. So we, so that should show you, that should hopefully help you believe that you don't have to spend all this money to make this money. It's really more about your process and the system that you put people through. All right. The last one, which was you can make more money and work less. Now, I know you believe that's, that's probably crazy uh, unless you've been in this business for a while and you've actually seen. But the key to this is that scaling allows you to automate. And when you automate, you free yourself somewhat, okay? And we're going to get into this, but I'm sure you've heard the saying, necessity is the mother of invention, right? So if you believe that, if you understand that, which basically means when you are absolutely in need of something, you will create a way to make it happen, all right? So when you are absolutely in need of a customer service system, you will find a way to make that happen. When you're absolutely in need of a marketing team, you'll, you'll find a way to make that happen. And so if you believe that your, your brand and your vision will attract others, you, be, you should believe that, right? By now, a good brand and a good vision will attract others. And then if you believe that you can help those people make a small transformation, I hope you believe that with what you know. If you can help them to make a small transformation, they will let you help them make a bigger transformation. So, which, which leads to number three, as you increase your sales with the previous two strategies, you will implement systems and teams to manage those systems. Makes sense, right? 
So, so we're talking about growing and then reinvesting and building out systems that continue the growth. All right. So for instance, you can only coach so many students. You can, you can only handle so many customer service questions. And the first thing you're going to want to do after you've done, after you've grown is you're going to want to get stressful things off your plate. That may, I mean, obviously, right? Like there are going to be things that you hate to do because right now you may be the core person in this business, the only person in this business. Right now, at the time of this recording, I am the only person in this business and of me. And so I will do this eventually, but maybe it's the advertising. Maybe it's like, I don't, if I have to set up another Facebook ad, I'm going to go crazy. Or maybe it's the customer service. Maybe you're tired of dealing with all the customer service inquiries that you're getting. And that's, that's fine. That is, that is where you want to be because now you're going to reinvest that income that you've been making off of your growth and you are going to build systems that work for these issues and you're going to hire people that can manage those systems, okay? You're going to create this operational thing or, you know, maybe, maybe this is absolutely not your deal and you hire somebody to create the operational systems first and then you hire the, you know, whatever, Depends on how much money you're making, how fast you scale, and and what your strong point is. I would can I can continue to run my marketing. That's fine. I, that's what I do. You know, customer service. I may may not necessarily want. To, I'm I may be the bottleneck there. So I would rather reinvest my income on customer service. You know. Um, okay. So and then the next thing you would probably do is you would probably start to find some replacements for the personal. Um, for the personal part of you, the part of you that's doing the coaching and constantly in the Facebook groups and everything like that. Not that, not that you don't want to be involved because you need to stay involved. But here's what, here's what we have done. We actually, as we saw students excel in our program, we started to hire them as coaches. We would train them a little bit. We would let them coach one student right? That would make, just, just let them coach one, see how they do. Maybe add another one. If they're still doing great, awesome. Add three or four, you know? And so before you know it, you're growing a coaching team and your student body is feeding that coaching team. And the better coaching team you have, the better your student body is doing and growing. It's, it really starts to just make this cyclical motion. And, and you're still there. You are still present. You're still answering questions. You're still chiming in. You're still going live. Whatever you want to do, however much you want to be involved. But eventually, it helps everyone to feel more supportive. More supported, sorry. And just, they feel like there's, they really get to feel like there's this group. And, and it's not just you and more people make it more powerful, okay? That is, that is definitely key in this business. If they can see that there are other people doing this, going through this with you that you trust, they're, they are actually going to want to reach that point. And so that's just going to drive them even harder, make them a better student. And ultimately, 
be willing to use your services more and longer, which means more revenue for you and better reviews, which means more students and and more driven people. And it's just going to keep going from there. So it's it's just absolutely necessary that you reinvest and you build these teams to manage those systems. And, and that allows you to step away somewhat and work on your business, not always in your business. And you can have, you can be really in charge of that big picture. Sounds good, right? Sounds good. This, these are secrets for a seven figure course. I mean, this is what I have seen done. This is what people who I know running these types of courses are doing. And it is phenomenal. And I know that you can get there. I know that you can do it. Um, look, this has been, I, I feel like this was a really powerful episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. Uh, if you have questions, please go to my website, coursecreatorjumpstart.com and and ask questions. Shoot me a message. Um, give me some feedback. And if you'd like to be on this podcast, if you'd like to talk about your course journey, if you'd like to talk about the things that you're struggling with and the marketing and the operations and all of this, I'd love to have you on. We would do a free consultation on that episode and you're going to get value. You're going to get a little bit of awareness. You're going to all this kind of stuff and it's all free. And, it, and it's just a great way for me to serve others and uh, also both you individually and the people listening to this podcast. So, because people love to hear from people like them. All right. I hope this was super valuable. Thank you so much for joining me and I will see you. Oh, I almost forgot. If you want to be on the podcast, courseelevator.com backslash podcast. That is how you would fill out an application to be on this podcast. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a great day and I will see you in the next episode. If you enjoyed this track, you can check out the artist Mountaineer on Upbeat. The track title is Check It Out.